You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. I lost a spelling bee to a girl in fifth grade who got pregnant. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Swear to God. <laughs> this girl named Helena, or Big Helena, I think was her full name, bro. I see a hair pop out. I light it on fire in front of the other hair. <laughs> show what happens to a quitter. It's for me. It's like band of brothers. I feel like like if one goes down, it oh, really. Like, I want to send in Matt Damon to like save it. I want to send Tom <laughs> Hanks. Like it's really. It's gotten to the point where I need them so much. I, but the funny thing is, you're known for your cool hair, and yeah, everyone likes your hair. By the way, hair. You're cool looking dude, but hair is eighty percent of being cool. That's cool. Hair um, is. Hair is a big deal, yeah. yeah. And you have good hair, but I didn't know you had any trouble with it. Yeah, so you don't think it, but when you're living with the hair, then yeah. you see the crop. You see what's oh, going dude, on. I, you see some fucking forest between the trees. And you know more than anyone, man. I used to look in the mirror and go, what the fuck? And other people start to think you're crazy. And then once you start obsessing on it, you just get more and more obsessed on Easy it. Easy to obsess about. That's a, Hair is a great one because... The people that have hair, there's bums with better hair than me. These yeah. fucking bums. And I'm like daintily drawing my hair with a napkin. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like rubbing a rock on it every morning. And, they, they, and it just gets better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see bums with the, not bums, whatever they're called. No, but outdoors. Yeah. Outdoorsy like guys. Highway sleep under the freeway. And they look cooler. I wanted to do pimp my bum. Yeah. Where you go there. And you clean oh, them up. You idea. get like some kids to clean them up for college credit, and then they try to get them a job. Or get something. them a necklace or something. Well, no, I could see in Sedona buying a bunch of just turquoise. a necklace. Just get them a turquoise necklace yeah. and say, "Hey, man, it's gonna flip your life around." Yeah. <laughs> I could see that, dude. My mom lives out in Tucson, and she's definitely turning like a real turquoise junkie. <laughs> My mom loves turquoise. I think moms love turquoise. Yeah, it's pretty funny how they. Yeah. My mom has a squash blossom necklace from Gilbert Ortega's, that's like, because I'm from Arizona, and they have a lot of Indian, you know, real Indians uh, yeah. that they do, uh, they make jewelry. So this has a lot of silver and turquoise and like a big horseshoe in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy because they were worth a lot. I, she made me hold one once in my car when I was a little dirt ball. And they're for good luck? They're just, they're for good looks and, you know, very decorative Indian jewelry. And then I left it in my 
62 Volvo when I ran out of gas. I left Damn. it for three days because I couldn't get, you know, when you're... Oh, it's hard to take a necklace with you out of... Yeah, you're you don't think a loser. You gotta, I just walk back and then I'm like, I can't get back to the next day to get it. And then I'm working. So I finally get there and I didn't realize my door has no lock. Someone stole it. Uh-uh. And I had to tell my mom. She's crushed, yeah. And you That's never... That's AZ. Did you ever go look for a duplicate of it to try and have it? I didn't have any money, but yeah. I mean, I see them in those stores. I just... Uh, I just waited, and then I bought her a house later. Oh, damn. Took a long, took a long time, <laughs> yeah. The old buying the mama house is really the peak of showbiz, where you go, if I can go long enough and make enough where I can get her a place. If yeah. you're, you know, in your mom, my mom was the best, so. And are you paying, or now when you do that, do you pay, you're buying the house outright, there's no payment on it? Um, and this one, I bought it outright, um, but first time I bought her something was a car. Mm. I waited till I could get it outright because I didn't want another payment. So yeah, I mom, felt like I wasn't ready if I had to do all the payments. They had a repo. It is embarrassing when they go oh, to your mom's so house and yeah. jack it back. Your show gets, <laughs> yeah, if a show gets canceled, yeah. you're like, damn, yeah. you're living there now? My mom's like, someone stole my Jaguar. I'm like, I wouldn't report it. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing to do is not report it. You have it parked behind the house. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even know. Because it's repo man comes and... Yeah, dude, I've been getting nerved, but this hair, for some reason, it started to take over all my thoughts and everything. It's like started to, so I'm going to get some taken out of the back. They have this guy, Dr. K in Beverly Hills, and I'm going to get them taken out and put in. Yeah, there's a lot of good guys, and they've got it down to a freaking science. Yeah. They have like a robot comes in, but uh, I can't say names, but there's people I know that do it. And just because, but Johnny Farley, I will out him because he got about, you know, a hundred. <laughs> One of the Farley brothers? Yeah, he's kind of like... Uh, He's kind of pretty much horseshoe bald, you know. He he got hit hard, mm-hmm. but oh. he, he went in there. Dennis Miller used to say, "This guy's got more plugs than the last two minutes of Carson," and uh, <laughs> so he he, uh, he put him in there. But they like grow straight in the air, and so when I have him on the show, he just he like spits on it and goes makes it go straight oh. up. He looks like that fucking clown in it, <laughs> and. Norm outed him the other night and said, "Oh, I saw that episode. That and he's dude that NASCAR episode was car and he yeah." Goes, he goes, John, right in the middle of the bit, we're doing some phony bit where Johnny's the PA yeah. with Kurt Busch. And then Norm goes, hey, Johnny, your plugs are really working it tonight. And he just stops and goes, thanks, Norm. Yeah. <laughs> I go, Johnny, yeah. get back to the bit. Now his head is spinning going, you just tell everyone. But Those plug, that guy, I mean, yeah, but that guy, all he has is plug. It's like 19 hairs. Like It's almost yeah. like a fantasy lineup that he put into his head. It looks like... <laughs> more like, it's like He's got the bare men skeleton crew in there. I remember when I was definitely the night shift. I was on SNL and I knew a guy there that got something way back. And they were like four manhole covers they put on your head. It was like each one had like a hundred hairs. So it was like a doll, you know. But I think like girls with boob jobs, guys with hair, it's just mandatory at this point. I mean, I'm still shocked. Girls do lips, and no one's even embarrassed anymore. They're just like, I'm doing fucking everything to claw and stay in my 20s or 30s yeah. or 40s or whatever it is. Yeah. I feel like sometimes that all that stuff and the girls get makes them look older, you know? Well, some of them makes them look a little lumpy, like they've been like a, not kind of been a, like a, you know, some a lady's face could seem kind of uneven sometimes. Mm-hmm. The older ladies, sometimes their eyes will start to get. Float a bit. Yeah. 
you're like, whoa, whoa. Because it's like they sleep on their side and their eyes an inch higher and it doesn't settle till around noon. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. all the plastic, they're not allowed in the ocean. There's so much yeah, plastic in their face. If you want to catch them eye to eye, you got to hit them between 11 and 1 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it's even. up oh, tilting the other way now. <laughs> I get it, but I don't even really, you know, we make fun of it on the show of anybody, but. Did the truth show, is we do I, I would do the same thing was it nerve-wracking having norm and i felt i felt anxious Tense for you leno? having norm and leno because norm yes. is such a Wild it's like throwing card. dynamite in like a children's I mean, yard i checked ahead that norm likes leno and you know leno is a great guy i've done his show a million times in the old days and he was a great comic he got on letterman and was doing i don't know if you remember because you're young but he was a guest on Letterman. He was so funny and very edgy that Letterman, you know, put him on so much. And then Carson put him on. I think then he was guest hosting Carson. Oh, wow. But when he I had to know be a full host on Carson uh, or took over, then he got a little bit of flack from comics for being not like sellout, but, you know, half a little jealousy, but a little like people were like, he had to tamper it down a bit, which you have to. I mean, if he's on a network show. Yeah. So they gave him a little grief for that. And then the whole Conan thing, which is hard. You know, I didn't really take sides on that. Leno's always been nice to me. I love Conan. So I tried to stay out of that one. It doesn't really affect me. Uh, and then Leno called me after about, you know, a week on the air to say, I watch every show. I love the jokes. There's more jokes per minute, anything on TV. Uh, the algorithm is great. You don't talk about politics. You don't get in that tense arguments. You don't make people feel cringy watching, like, because you're for this, now they suddenly hate you. And I said, that's the idea. I mean, ideally, that's what we we're trying to do. And I'm too stupid for politics. I don't really want to get into it. Everyone else is. Everyone's better at it. I got Trevor right before me, better at it. So I just want to fuck around, have fun. Like, it's almost a podcast. It's like buddies hanging around and try to cram jokes in and make them look fluid. And half of them are fluid because you don't know what the other guy's going to say. So you just roll with it. Yeah. And then what What we're getting to you is then Jay said, if you want me to come on, I, I'd love to. And I said, of course, you know, he's a guy that is just a joke machine. That's what yeah. we need. He's... And then the idea of who do I put him with? You almost don't need anyone. Right. That's what I was thinking. I yeah. was like, wow, it was really nice of him also to go and just be, and I mean, say, he's always going to be the top banana, but to be just a, a you know, a banana in the bunch. And, you, when, know? you know, also, you know, in the comedy world, like if I see a comic on the road, when you're on the road, it's usually talk to other comics you're like oh i know this guy oh yeah he middled for me here oh i used to open for dennis miller you know we all talk shit just talk comedian stuff so comedy is something where i could even walk up to seinfeld in the old days and if you're a comic and you're on that list and you just tell someone you're a comic they sort of treat you equally they're pretty cool most comics you're in the club with them and they're nice you know right. what i mean like i try to be at the store there's guys that are doing better than me, guys that are doing worse, but you try to just treat everyone the same because you're all in the comedy world. And we all know how hard it is. We all know this guy could blow up fucking tomorrow and you could work for this guy the next day because that's just how it is. That's crazy. And now, and how tough the world is. So I think Leno is old school saying, hey, you tell me, you want me to sit on that panel I'll with a bunch it. of comedians? I'll sit with comedians and bullshit. And I think he likes to be a comedian still. Yeah. And uh, we- uh, Yeah, make him feel part of the group. Yeah. Like yeah, we have Martin Short coming up, and I'm like, maybe put Maya Rudolph with him because she's funny and weird. Maybe just have those two. Yeah, because they goof around. I might want to do a Q and A soon. Have people ask from the crowd. Oh, that'd be great. Because it's just fun. Me, Norm. I want it to be longer. I know. You know what? I think it feels fast, which is 
ultimately a compliment. Right, it's good. Yeah, be good, be gone. Yeah, get it done, make people want more. I think what it is is like if I go on Ellen, I'm probably doing 15 minutes out there, you know, at least. Sometimes longer, like she'll go, just do the whole show. Because I see why now, it's it's relaxing for her. She just goes, oh, was your weekend, lights a cigarette. Yeah. Then I'm like, anyway, I went to the Rolling Stones concert. <laughs> I just go on and on and on. And she's like, okay, let's go to commercial. That's better for her, and I and I understand that. And then, because sometimes doing the show as a host, which I've never hosted, I don't want to go interview people, really. I just want to shoot the shit with comics and laugh. So, like, the hard part is uh, they only get a little bit of time, you know, because three right. people. And you have three egos. A little, there's always a little ego when you're sitting there. Sure. And Chelsea, you know, Handler did it, and she did it well. But, but I think she made herself sort of a traffic cop. It's easier. I mean, you just say, which I could see doing that. You just go, you guys are the funny one. Like, just go. I'm going to chirp in when I feel like it. Yeah. Basically, here's the question. What do you think of this? And then they go. And it'll, I'm sure, turn into some form of that. But I like to throw in jokes now. So now it's like four people. Right. Yeah, because you're, yeah, you're a comedian too. It's not like yeah. you're sitting there. It's not like you're chopped liver. And so we don't need, that's you an know, old that's term the decision. Too. I like chopped liver. That's a good one. It's Have still, you ever had it? It's still out there. No, but I just picture it. It sounds gross. People, I guess, hate it because everybody's like, it's always like the last thing. It gets pick. a bad rap. Yeah. You know what else gets a bad rap? Um, fish, when people go, this smells fishy. Because yeah. I feel like bad for the fish because he goes, yeah, <laughs> I'm a fish. And they're like, oh, fishy's, by the way, the grossest thing you could smell. And they're like, I am a fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why is that gross? Yeah. I'm just smelling like. Yeah, I'm on fucking they don't some of the get best it. menus. To other fishes, they. It's cool, but to other to humans, I hate it. Sometimes I wonder if fish are male or female when you're on my plate. You know, <laughs> it's just, and sometimes that always cross my mind. But oh, you ask who the fish? I'll ask the waiter. Oh, okay. and they'll be like, "Let me check." And <laughs> <laughs> they never come back. <laughs> some of them quit working there sometimes. At that point, that's funny. They should leave the building because <laughs> they don't get that a lot. I'm sure they're like, "Fuck me!" Are you eating I... fish stick? How do you figure this out? Yeah. Maybe I was eating fish sticks instead of fish sticks as a kid. Yeah, I just want to know. I just want to make sure I'm not <laughs> eating fish dicks, man. Well, Dude, fish sticks were good. Remember them? Oh, I mean, in the lazy mom fucking dictionary. It's so perfect. Or the kids, you would have to make them yourself. Did you ever have to make your own or your mom made them? The greatest thing is you could be a lazy mom. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is giving your kids a dream. Like if she goes, all right, fish sticks. And I'm like, she did it. Yeah. It's my birthday. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like, fucking throw that goddamn cookie sheet Put in there. Put eight of those bitches on and, there. Dude, pizza rolls we had, fish sticks, the easiest shit. And I loved it so much. Well, pizza rolls isn't really a dinner. I think fish sticks, at least you have that element of, you know, you got a protein. Yeah, one of your meals. There's yeah. definitely fish in there. One of the food groups. Yeah. <laughs> fucking 90% breading. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fish. I go to McDonald's and I go through the drive-thru and I go, what's the filet of fish of the day? And they go, excuse me? And I go, is it Branzino? Is it, it's not swordfish again. And they go, they just pause. And I go, quarter pound of cheese. They're like, okay, quarter pound of cheese. They, they don't know what to say. Dude, one thing about fish, though, is some of them have those little bones in it, and they never they never act like they do. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, Sometimes you'll get a part of the fish, you're like, oh, there's eight little bones or Grotesque. something. Grotesque. Yeah, the hard part about fish is I see them. First of all, when they bring the fish with the head to the table, I'm fucking out. Yeah. I don't want to see him going, why me? I yeah, thought that's we Jamaica. were friends. That's yeah. very Jamaican. I don't like that. It's sickening. I don't like eating the eyeball, which please call it a delicacy. I mean, I like when they label it a delicacy. I go, You're not tricking me. Well, dude, even when they give you the head, you don't eat the eyeball. You just leave it in there. I don't know. Some people like, 
other countries, they think different parts are great. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure shit we eat is gross, but I'm used to it now. I don't think I can start with some of the stuff they eat. Yeah. It's too late in the game. Like yeah, I yeah, ate liverwurst yeah. as a kid and I liked it. Somehow my mom snuck that in there and then I like it with mustard mm -hmm. on toast. But today I wouldn't start with liverwurst. Yeah, we used to get a cut of Spam every now and then, a cut of Ooh. hot Spam and that shit was fire, boy. Sick, has it good? I don't even know what it is. Dude, it's real. I mean, if you- Is it food? Yeah, man. Is it outside the four food groups? <laughs> I mean, I think it's definitely. I would say it's orbiting. Um, yeah. It's in the vicin. It was but, good, man. I, I You know, I used to get a horny four was um, devil's food because I heard commercials and it sounded good, but I don't even know what it was. Devil's food? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to talk? I am. Yeah. Okay. Devil's food cake. Yeah. Dev well, there's devil's food cake. What is... um. Is devil's food something? Devil's food is nothing. It's nothing. I think it's um, fire. I'm thinking of, uh, not spam, but there's something also like, I'll get to it, but it's sickening. There was ta torp or something? No, there was, ta uh, <laughs> I, you know I, what I'm talking about? I know, but I can't, I'm just thinking of all the gross foods. They Hogshead have. cheese was popular when I was young. You'd go over Sick. there, so we'd go at lunch, we'd go yeah. to the IGA and watch a lot of uh, older people sit out on a bench and eat it. That's all. Uh, I like the scenario. You put it in a setting and it would blow I, I, I would, minds bro i would be uh and they'd shape it into a little hog too back in the day for you they'd shape it to what into like a hog and like a swine like oh gross er i yeah. had uh i went my big thing was this is why i'm malnutrition and fucking barely alive <laughs> is that i grew up and didn't have one fucking glass of water for about 22 years Ooh, that wasn't the really desert. the thing yeah that, even in the desert only if you're going to the desert you bring a canteen but yeah but i didn't but if you lived there that's crazy we weren't though. big on that and what what it was when you know more about food now i woke up in the morning went to school my mom went to work so i would eat cereal which was like yeah uh, you know, fruity pebbles or something. Yeah. So you could not lose. You went to grab any of my cereal boxes. Captain Crunch, 10 out of 10. Wow. Fucking King Vitamin. That was an old one. Apple Jacks. Life, did you do that one too? Little, that's a 7 out of 10. It wasn't sugary enough. Right. I need Count Chocula. I need the basics, right? Oh, wow. And then I remember Seinfeld once said, Cookie Crisp is a... Now it's just a bowl of cookies. I mean, we, we gave up. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving your kids yeah. a bowl of cookies. So I'd go, so that's all the sugar, right? Right. Drink the milk, whole thing. Go to work. I mean, go to school. Got there a little early, grab some M&Ms or a, a cinnamon roll. Oh, wow. Pure sugar really and carbs. just sugar, sugar, yeah. sugar. Lunch, cheeseburger, fries, Coke. Um, and then at school, I blacked out once. Our big thing was- What do was, you mean by that? Like I just blacked out at school playing basketball. And then- I went to the doctor and then I blacked out again a couple days later. And they said, you either have leukemia or low blood sugar. And uh, the bets were on and I wound up with low blood sugar. So I thought, do oh. I need more sugar? Yeah. <laughs> I should think that would be what you need. Yeah, they trick you. So I ate more, passed out again. And then they, I started drinking Diet Pepsi in high school, which was oh, that's really a little gay, fruity. I mean, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's a little... Yeah. It's a little Iffy. Yeah, I couldn't even see a young man having a can of that. Let's just say in high school it didn't fly. But I had to. I couldn't eat sugar. They said no more sugar. I was like, you are fucking kidding me. So it must have been nerd alert where kids like, Jesus, this dude's Boop. a straight. Not a drill. Boop. Major nerd <laughs> alert affecting all four counties in Arizona. All the other schools heard about it. So I'm sitting there eating 
but I still would I'm like, I'm only have 10 cookies today. Like this is, I was cutting back, but my body was not getting any nutrition. When we were eating good food at night, mm -hmm. I swear to God, it was fucking lean cuisine. That was our big oh, thing. Oh yeah. Which today would probably make me sick. Cause it's in, it's a Ziploc of gloop. Yeah. With a gloppy fit, you know, like it has salt in it. it. It has good salt in it. It has a lot of good salts. Is it, what's, my, good, um, what's good salt? Is it really the good kind of salt or is it just salt? Oh, definitely, man. My mom had one last night, dude. I couldn't even talk to her. She was wolfing that. What <laughs> a lean cuisine. No, they she had a turkey TV dinner. Oh, that's so funny. every now and then she likes to get a little TV dinner over there. Um, Where's your mom? Is she around? Yeah, she lives in Tucson. Oh, that's right. You said Tucson. So she's out there. Dude, I used to live in Tucson. Dude, we had a mailman when I lived there. He would drive by late, off hours, bro, and fucking furious at his at his wife. He'd always be yelling shit about her, <laughs> even though she wasn't in the mail truck, and fucking throw the mail oh, out of the yard. Oh, and he'd be yard. mad at you? Yeah, or just anybody, just throwing the mail out into the yard, not even using the box. I love anger. You know, the kids today, I guess we do still have mailmen. I forgot. Yeah, but now totally I feel like future. it's just somebody that kids, everybody reports them always as like pedophiles, predators. It's yeah, like. They don't get a good rap out there. If you're still like, yeah, traveling around doing stuff, everybody, like I saw a guy yesterday and he was just like a <laughs> con, like a construction worker. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that guy might be a sexual predator, you know, for yeah. no reason other than the fact that. He has an oddball job or something. Yeah, that he's just gainfully employed. Yeah. <laughs> and like or working hard. What about all those jobs where they get around kids? It's like a bonanza. What if you're a wrestling coach in high school? Or like, you know, you just wrestle kids and yeah. slap them on the ass all day. You never know. That's like volleyball coach. Oh, Any, volleyball coach, you're, you're getting busted. There's yeah. no way you're being around all those chicks. Or not chicks, young girls, yeah. you know. Who all are. those jobs were, I mean, gymnastics, I think they're onto that one, but... You just, I just look back and go, how could you there's not? There's so many pervs. Yeah. I remember, like, we had pervs, dude. We had a couple pervs at our school, and half of them went to jail. I think my friend's a, uh, a child molester, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I want to get more data before I hand him in because it's only a hunch right now. Yeah. <laughs> I went to his house. He's watching the Little League World Series. Oh, yeah. I go, oh, I don't like it, you know? And then I tried to give him an out. I go, are you, are you, uh, one, of you, you know, this, one of the kids? And he goes, no. Yeah. He goes, but look at those calves, man. That, these are athletes. I go, they're not really. They're 12. Yeah, and you can't see their calves either. A lot of them have long pants on. Yeah, I know. So he's just dreaming about it, I think. Yeah, that's just <laughs> guessing. You're just kind of guessing leg muscle. But I will tell you, I can honestly say little girls, little kids are cute, just cute. Yeah. And it's all, that's extinct. You cannot say that. Mm -mm. You see anybody with their kid, or they got a seven-year-old, and I go, uh, oh, your daughter's cute. They're like, huh? And then they like shuffle them away. Oh, like yeah, what are you doing? Like I'm huh? King Creepo. Yeah, and you got to say handsome. You say there's a very handsome child. That's handsome bad, too. woman. Oh, you say, say handsome to a girl. To the girl, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, wow, it's a handsome you know, kid. Hopefully it's an adult soon. I it's say that. hard. It's say, hard because, you know, I, I said, say, hey, listen, I'm no child monster, but yeah. believe me. Trust I'm not me. starting with your kid. Yeah. Right? She's not that great. <laughs> yeah. I'll start with that kid I saw at the carnival three nights ago with yeah. the short pants on. That's number one. I'll start with a nice Latino yeah. kid yeah. with the slick back hair. Your kid is down the waiver wire, I'm telling you. Because yeah, I'm not starting with this pasty little yeah. fuck. She's no John Bonet, no offense. <laughs> yeah. I, what do you think happened with John Bonet? <laughs> Let's go. Why do I love anything about John Bonet? I just, it's too. Well, first of all, nuts. I feel like you and her almost have a. There's something about you guys both kind Thank of petite. You. Nice hair. Talented. Talented. Showman. 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 Showmanship. Working through the test, like standing the, yeah. you know, the test of time, kind of like continuing to stay relevant. 
That's true. John Bonet is still more famous than me, which sucks. Uh, but I was a little, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. I was a little bit of that, a little look at me kid. Were you really? Attention seeker. Did yeah. you do any, uh, you didn't do chorus or anything at school, did you? Because that is really. No, I was straight. But what happened was, <laughs> no, I was, I think because my dad left us when I was four, I look oh. back to think, is that why I was always like. Entertaining? Yes. Thinking maybe he'd see you? Gross. I don't know. That's a good angle though because i used to get throw fits i had a bad temper and i'd smash trophies in my room this is just what a, an, look at this white pre- i don't even know if that's white privilege bro that's just but what is it smashing your trophies of all, no one buys that i had anger. any trophies i had one trophy oh, yeah. i had a participation trophy dude i got a trophy one time it was a plaque and they misspelled half the shit on it from our school and i was like fuck and this. that was your big break yeah and they, they fucked it up and i lost a spelling bee to a girl in fifth grade who got pregnant (laughs) shut the fuck up swear to god (laughs) this girl named helena or big helena i think was her full name bro and dude nobody thought she could spell nobody thought she could even speak no one thought she could get knocked (laughs) off jesus so she was a real overcomer dude or just someone who accepted come you know and she uh sorry about that part my trophy was for the uh shortest first in school (laughs) no way no it wasn't a trophy but i got one for little league just for being on some team but i broke it my mom was like oh it broke her heart yeah because i thought i think i was mad and my dad left i think I look back, why was I so fucking mad all the time? You probably have to be. If you're a kid, that's all. Yeah, you ha- you'd have to yeah. be. Dude, it's funny. Sometimes I think that. I interrupted I, you, though. You were just talking about the girl that got knocked up. Oh, Helena. I don't know what she's doing now. You guys still stay in touch or no? <laughs> no, dude. Not I on lost Facebook. on inconvenience and I should have had it and I still can't <laughs> Oh, you stop. did? Yeah. I, I lost. I went to state and I thought I was king fucking cock. I walked into state finals like this. <sighs> Like some Indian kid. Yeah. <laughs> I walked up there. I got smoked on the first word. Nuh-uh. I, they go, apparatus. I go, easy. A, A, P, A, A, P, P. They go, bing, gone. I go, no, no. Yeah, no, no. You can't change it. I try to change it in the middle. And, wow. And I slink. Oh, you can't change once you put a letter that was it. Yeah, I think so. Back in my AZ strict rules. But yeah, the rules were a lot stricter then. You, what did you lose? Inconvenience? That's a tough oh, one. Inconvenience. Yeah, I just... And I was showboating up there. Everybody was I, watching, I dude. Know. Finally, a couple chicks looked up from whatever they were like, <laughs> you know, the love letters they were writing to my friend Scott. Not quite as drenched as you thought they'd be because you yeah. could almost spell inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cared. And then Big Helena fucking <laughs> shook me. She comes up and breaks Fallopian. her water. Fallopian. She got that of all words? I was like, you gotta be kidding me. She should have got abortion. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been crazy. (laughs) And dude, she was built like an adult, though. Like, that's one thing you don't see anymore. Like, when I was younger, they had children that were built like fucking adults. Yeah. You know, we had kids who wore, like, we had kids who came to school with just oil stains on them. Like, they were ready. Like, in tats. They're ready to throw down. Ready to go to work as soon as. Oh, yeah, go right to a garage. Yeah. (laughs) Like, undeniable. Like, half the kids would leave school and go to work somewhere. Even at young ages, it seemed like. And now these kids, you know, it's just different. There's crying meetups. There's crying like, meetups. We, we should have one of those. Yeah. I mean, Sebastian said the other night at the VMAs that they had a room. If anybody's triggered, they had a room backstage for people that. Triggered. Yeah. Oh, he must have had a field day with that one. That were alarmed. He I remember when Sebastian on. was doing that. I almost wanted to say to him, I don't know him well enough. I, I do like the guy. Because there's no way to say it, but I did Teen Choice once I hosted. And I wrote for Dana at the VMAs. And it's just a tough room. I mean, they don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. If you're over 22, 
I even just presented at the MTV Awards with uh, Aubrey Plaza. And we were, we, she's like, what's our bit? I'm like, Aubrey, you're funny and no one gives a fuck. They, uh, we, we can give her our best shit out there. They don't care. Nobody so cares. they had some guy, this guy Noah, he's a good looking dude from one of the movies that kills on Netflix or something. Mm -hmm. He's got trillions of followers. I couldn't I walk right past my Noah. Noah from the Bible I know and Trevor Noah, the yeah, two Noahs I know. This Noah is fucking Noah Syndergaard bigger than both, all three. Mm. He goes out there and every chick is like, ah! like it was bananas. It was Beatles. He couldn't even do any, and he did some, then he sat on the floor and they thought that was hysterical. Oh, I'm like, yeah. this guy's out of fucking jokes already, but he could not do no wrong. And then these girls were just like, it was Katrina. They were all oh. fucking sliding off their seats and they were like, you know, teenagers. I shouldn't say that. They were some adults. 18 were, years yeah, old. Yeah, they were 18 and they were horny just for just him. Just turned 18, yeah. And then he finally leaves and they introduce us, ladies and gentlemen, basically children would you please welcome <laughs> these two fucking assholes so we walk out they could not give a fuck they were all mad their faces like wait he's still in the building why the fuck are you wait we're still applauding we still are creaming over this guy why are you yeah. then we start talking they're like no and then i'm like hey aubrey blah blah and they're like shut the fuck up they, they hate it and they're, they're blocking me on instagram like, this guy just they find him. you just to block you. <laughs> who are you how do you spell it? And block. Well, where, you know, excuse me. I know you. I was just talking with David Spade, but now I got to tell you that the holidays are coming. It's that time of year. If you go, if you go look around your buddy's house and look far, far away, get some binoculars, you might see a reindeer. You might see a pumpkin. You might see Cinderella. And I know it's crazy. It's, it's crazy early to talk about the holidays, but you want to have that nice photo ready smile. Well, then you got to start now. And it's easier than ever with clear aligners from Candid. Candid's aligners can help you straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Wire braces? What are you keeping sheep in your mouth? No. Treatment takes just six months on average. Think about your grill, man. And think about it looking great. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates a custom treatment plan. Then they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. You can't see them. It's like a magic power in your mouth. And with each aligner purchased, Candid donates $25 to Smile Train, who brings safe, 100% free cleft lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. Beautiful. So get your photo-ready smile now. And be ready for the holidays. You want to grin at somebody. Grin at your friend. Grin at your uncle. Somebody. You might even be dating somebody in your family. Grin at them. It starts with a smile, you know, and ends with maybe love. Go to CandidCo.com slash Theo and use code Theo for $75 off. That's CandidCo.com slash Theo for $75 off. CandidCo.com slash Theo. And now back to the episode. Dude, your Instagram is, uh, you do, if people don't know, you do some of the best uh, Bachelor coverage. I know. On IG, man. It's not helping my straight case. <laughs> no, well, actually, the funny thing was, I remember when you invited me over to watch The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Bachelorette. Oh, we had a blast. And then, yeah, no, we had a blast, definitely. You also, I had to sit on the sofa. You sat behind me yeah. in a chair. <laughs> mm -hmm. I didn't want you to think I was making any moves. Oh, I didn't think that, bro. <laughs> Except for murder, maybe. <laughs> and you're like, 
Why do I need to run them in a Pennywise costume? Yeah, it's like, why do I throw <laughs> so sick air? No, it was because my, my fucking back. I can't sit on that couch. Well, dude, then don't have other people sit on it in front of you, I think. I should tell people, listen. Yeah, just tell them a little more. You probably won't get killed, yeah. Cause oh, because like, I didn't okay. know you that good. That's right. No, and it was just like, all right. And I, I, was, I was like one of those creepy kids in the movies that walks with my knees go the wrong way. And I'm like, don't mind me. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, if I see a movie, first of all, I never see scary movies. If I see like a little girl in a dress who's like 10 and she has black hair in her face and she walks with her knees go the wrong way, yeah. the joints, I'm out. There's oh, not a yeah. fucking chance I'm seeing that movie. Oh, she's from outside of the city limits. Dude, we got a question right here that came in from <laughs> Oh, we have a lady. question? Mm-hmm. How does this happen? Uh, they sent him in. We let him know they were going to come in yesterday. Oh, and they sent in. oh we need headphones for this, huh, Nick? Yeah, oh, yep. sure. Okay, okay, go ahead. It's a complicated show. David Spade is a fan of The Bachelor. And uh, my question for him is, if you could change the format, be the new Chris Harrison, mix things up, what would you do to change it? Mm-hmm. What was her name? Do you remember? Shelby. Shelby. She, didn't, she didn't say it. it was Shelby. Um, very beautiful, of age girl, too. She was very calm in her question. Yeah. She wasn't fanning out, which I sort of wanted. Uh, <laughs> I wanted her to go, oh, my God, I can't even think of my question. It's David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous to tape this that he might see one. <laughs> so The Bachelor, I do like. What do you like about just it? Just for the stupidity of, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's got cute girls. And it's just fun to make fun of everyone. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's why I like it, too, actually. And they and every girl knows about it. So if you talk about it, they have something to talk about. Yeah, it's something in common. With and they're all single girls. And 29 of them are losing. <laughs> so <laughs> you go, well, you're going to run into them at Pizza Hut. And they're like, well, you don't have a boyfriend. So at least it's not like you're creeping on some married show. Where yeah. Like, look at all these hot married girls. So it's just more for comedy and fodder. But I think, I don't know what I would change because they obviously have it wired. I do like this new situation, which you wouldn't know, where there's a guy named Tyler. He's like, a, I remember going, this guy's too good looking. He's on The Bachelor. He, He's vying for the one girl, Hannah. I think he's going to win it all because he's just good looking. But he's a, he's a bit of a dud. Mm-hmm. But it's never stopped any guy from getting laid, right? So he doesn't get picked. He's the third runner up. Mm. So they go, he's going to be the next bachelor. And then in this new crazy world, Gigi Hadid says, this guy's hot. You know? Wow. And yeah. so now they're dating. Now they're dating. No. And guess what? Not only dating, they're dating every second of every day. You know, couples are like Velcro monkeys, like shoomp, yeah. like just together right away, like magnets. He went to her f- grandma's funeral with went her. Went to her grandma's funeral. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And so- That's very Native American too. My thing is, first of all, these guys that have so much free time, so a girl likes you, you fly to New York or whatever, I don't know where he lives, and you don't leave her fucking side. Do you have one thing to do in the last six weeks you've been with her? A haircut, a dentist appointment. Yeah. I have shit to yeah, do. You just remember something you left somewhere. Yeah, you can go, hey, I can see you this afternoon, this morning, I got a couple of things I got to do, I got to work out, whatever. No, he has 24 hours a fucking day. Obviously not a job. Yeah. They never have jobs. They always quit the job to go on The Bachelor. To go on The Bachelor, yeah. This yeah. is Stedman. This is like the new Stedman. Yeah, and look at he's hot though. Wow. He's on the left. Now he is very handsome, I will say He looked good that. at that funeral, look at him. He could have, yeah, you almost wish the grandmother was alive to get a good look at him. He said the grandma was in the coffin and he and he saw the roses. He goes, when is she going to give them out? Because he didn't know anything else. He doesn't know anything else. <laughs> he he goes, thinks it's all He goes, if I get one, I'm going to reject Ooh, it. Now this is intense. There here. you go. Dude, he is ripped. Is it? Do you think men are more handsome since you have gotten older, or when you were younger? Do you? I have didn't any... know what good-looking guys were 
growing up. Like I couldn't tell. Now when you get all the data of what girls like, you can start to say, "Oh, this guy's good. this guy's handsome." I never look from the I never look waist down though. You don't do that. I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> like, I'll look at this picture of this man, but I will only, like, my eyes can't even focus. I never knew that part, because a girl I went out with said uh, about two years ago, she goes, I saw Harry Styles, and she goes, look at this picture of him. And I go, all right, he's in a suit. And she goes, where's his dick? Yeah. I go, what do you mean? She goes, look where his dick is. You can't even see it sticking out. I go, why would his dick be popping out of his pants? She goes, I, all I do is look at guys' dicks all day in their pants. I go, fucking ain't really? <laughs> I go, no one's my dick's not doing anything in the day. Like, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting screwed on that deal because I don't want to walk around slapping together a half a rod just to so some chick might look for it. And my, you know, <laughs> oh, I've I mean? done that before. I'll sneak off before I go in a busy room and just kind of shake it up oh, a little. Maybe if there's some shit going on, like just that. like you're mixing a fucking milkshake, but you don't have a. If blender. I'm walking out of the Emmys, I might <laughs> oh, yeah. get a couple of cc's of plasma. <laughs> down fucking there, fluff but, that muffin, yeah. dude. Fucking slamming it in the door backstage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember one time I was on this cruise ship and I was trying to get an erection, and this girl was a real fucking land animal, you yeah. know, and I. I literally was like whacking my wiener against the wall trying to get blood into the oh, end. Oh, God. God, I still remember that. Too. I'm the, the worst. Was in man. India. I'm a, like a one trick pony. They're like, let's, everyone thinks I'm like, whatever. I don't know what they think, but. Where would you think? Yeah, you're definitely just Casanova. Before we get into that, though, I want to talk oh, yeah. a little bit more. What else would you do about the Bachelor? Anything else? Because I oh, know me, you I have such a. on that question. I could almost see Harrison, first of all, will never give the job up. He is low key. By the way, he's he, seeing half of these women. Oh, I mean, and they they have nothing to that island but sneak into his room. Yeah. He's on the island, too. So oh. he's, I mean, it is boring because, you know, they pull him out for three minutes a day and he has to wear a suit and all that shit. But I wonder if he's allowed to mingle and hang out. And there talk. must be rules. But he gets all their numbers. I mean, he's got all their IGs. He's DMing up a frenzy. I can't I don't imagine. think he's married. And then he goes to Bachelor Island. Then he does it there. He came on our show and he was cool. He's a great guy. He was cool. I interviewed shit. him a couple years ago. Were you ago. on the show with him? He was awesome. Was it me, you, and Kaylee Kuko? No. What show were you on? Who was with? Is she divorced again yet or no? No. They um, don't live together though. Now that I like. Isn't that interesting? I think it's a new thing. I've been trying to pitch that. I think it's true because, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're getting away from her question. But I, uh, Kaylee was on I set my second show. You were on really early. I was on the second show. And it wasn't Kaylee? Uh-uh. She was on, I think, the next day. He was oh, on with Jen Kirkman and another female comic. Oh, look at fucking fucking Greggy Google over there. He's got it, bro. He's better than Adam Eagett. Look at Colin calls in. You see that last night? We've actually got some voice questions from Adam Eagett as well. We do? Mm-hmm. We have questions from Adam for us? Yeah. Dude. I got it. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh okay, sweet, God. man. Hang Let's on. get one. If one Gilligan? Oh, shit. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll get that. What's the paper towel budget? What's he saying? I'll get it. Okay, we'll figure it out. Spade. Hey, it's uh, Adam Eagett from The Office. Um, gross. Do you know where the paper clips are? <laughs> I really the, need these like, as soon as possible. <laughs> I guess he works. fucked over here. Um, also, corn dogs for lunch today. So <laughs> let me know if you want me to save you one. What kind of halfway house are you guys running? Uh, tell Theo show. I said hi. Uh, yeah, call me back as soon as you get this. I need to know about these paper clips, like, stat. I will tell you, Adam Eagle. <laughs> Who's still using paper clips? Yeah, I know, bro. he doesn't know what the fuck. There's, that, there's actually two more. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, from him? Jesus. Yeah. And this is, Adam does when what did you're he, booking? When did he write these? <laughs> he does your <laughs> fucking solid, yeah. <laughs> Okay, at least he doesn't do the monologue. Spade. Yeah. Hey, it's Adam again. <laughs> no shit. Uh, 
do you know how I changed my W two? Um, <laughs> oh, I think, think I'm ten ninety nine him. Amount of taxes taken out. So I always All claim right. three hundred. Uh, Call me back. Dependents. <laughs> Call. Hey, I knew uh, a- <laughs> Are you hanging up? On hey, uh, it's Adam again. Spade. Uh, <laughs> do you have a fire extinguisher in your office? <laughs> um, loser. He's in no the rush. Pits? Just uh, get back to no me. No rush that. on the fucking message yeah, either. Yeah, Jesus, as as you can. Jesus. what Thank a slowpoke, Rodriguez. Oh, there's a fire, bro. Yeah. Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Spade. Yeah. Uh, you know what happened? I yesterday he got a box of pens sent to him. For, mm-hmm. He's got a hall office. He's got an office. Let's say this is a big square room, right? This big huge lot where you're doing the show in. Over on the wall, like that's his desk. So everyone walks. This is a hall office because he just wa- everyone just walks through and does their shit. Oh, right. He didn't on. get like an office office with a door, so he sits <laughs> there and everyone just makes fun of him. So I, he was someone put garbage on his desk. Like these workers came and put on his desk while they were working, and he just sits there and go, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> so on one of my stories, I put on Instagram, I go, "Hey, Adam, you get hating his hall office." And so this woman that works for a pen company sent him. I mean, maybe 300 pens. Oh, like, wow. Just, they said, hey, I saw your office. Looks needs a little pen action on there. So yesterday, he was like having a yard sale. He laid them all out, and everyone got to come pick a pen. He's uh, like, don't take cool. the violent ones. <laughs> take green. He's like, no, no, no green. And then everyone's like arguing about which ones they want. I mean, like 300. Yeah. But they're like, you got any felt tip? He's like, nah. <laughs> He's being snug with some of them. I go, Adam, you just got him free one minute ago. Like, no. He loves being a, uh, he loves the job though. It seems like his, he's been. He loves it. He's good at it. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy that does the comedians. And we have another department. Seems like a total shit show, but we have a whole department that does. Anyone's not a comedian. So like, or I get too big. Like if. Leno is a comedian, but we have talent office deal with him just right. because, you know, there's some people that are more, I think Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, we, I think Jim Carrey's coming on now. Really? That's awesome. Love Jim Carrey. Very so inter- interesting dude. Did you remember, um, did you ever remember seeing him as a comedian? Um, barely, just seeing him on a special, I think Rodney Dangerfield's HBO special when he was a young comedian special. I've Those were that. big. They would have a big comedian come in and host and have five new comedians, five or six. And I saw Kennison on that. I saw Jim Carrey. Was there a thing that happened, like whenever you were kind of coming up through the ranks, um, that you you wished you had done it or you had gotten it, and you were like, "Oh man, this is." And you Star thought search. you weren't gonna have a career. Wow, Star Search. They came to my, they came to Arizona to a mall. Oh, and Par- you were there, Paradise huh? Valley Mall. I did. I, your mom take you, or did you just go? I think I was old enough to drive. Went out to PVM. I literally used to drive without my shirt on. I was such a fuck. Joe Dirt started because Fred Wolf lived in Montana with dirt balls. I live in Arizona. We see guys walking with long hair with no shirt on, tucked in their back pocket, holding a gas can. Oh, I love that, dude. That's a whole life out there. So I'm, I'm, God, I'm that guy. My stepdad. I take my shirt off whenever I drove because I didn't have air conditioning. So I go to PVM. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> and I stand on some little, I do two minutes of stand up. Wow. They check to see if you have any game. No callbacks, no nothing. And PV was at Palos Verdes Mall or something with PV? Uh, Paradise Valley, yeah. Paradise Valley. At the mall? It was at the mall in front of everybody. No. Like Tiffany, yeah. Wow. And I think they would check crowd reactions. It's kind of a good idea. Ooh, yeah, it's at least you're getting some real feedback right there. So when I finally, I felt like, I think you'll know, you, you'll agree that people say, what's your big break? Comedy's sort of a series of little breaks. Like, um, 
getting on one club when I was starting. That was a big break. Yeah. And then getting on another club. And then getting at the improv when I got in LA was huge. Then I got on this HBO Young Comedian special, which I was talking to you about kind of. Dennis Miller was the host. Me, Rob Schneider, Drake Sather, uh, Fred Stoller. We had all these guys in there. And uh, everyone did great. And then Rob and I got SNL off that. Another big break. Wow. Tommy Boy, another big break. So it's just really like treading water your whole fucking career. You, just get, you can never really let off the gas because go away in two seconds. Someone even said to me the other day, this Uber guy goes, you're in showbiz. Yeah, he goes, I love those guys. He goes, whatever happened to Chris Pratt? I go, Chris Pratt did three blockbusters <laughs> in the last two years. He goes, oh, okay. I go, I didn't see him. I go, well, if this fucking guy's in trouble, what about me? I did I do <laughs> movies on Netflix. I never saw that, I guarantee it. I did Father of the Year and the other one. I go, well, fuck, dude. No wonder people are like, hey, it's good to see you. I go, I don't know like what, people what are perception seeing. is. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely changed a lot. You have no idea if people have seen it. takes something. a year. Like you're this, which is every week. Like I, I usually am on a TV show, so that's every week. And so when people don't see me for a year, they're like, what the fuck? What I happened? go, I take a, you know, a year to get a movie off the ground. I write. Then it takes three months to film it. Then a year, edit it and get it out. And if you miss that one, now there's two and a half years you miss me. So that's, that's all that work for one fucking two hour movie. And then you do another one. So have you done some pretty stankers? Have you done some real shit ones? Yeah. Oh, movies? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you made, meant shits. Oh, no. I've done some pretty bad ones. Dude, I have one of the worst superpowers. I don't know if it's a superpower or not, but I, I know if I walk into a bathroom if somebody's pooped in there recently. Because it stinks, yeah. That's not a superpower. <laughs> By the way, can you I, tell it too? If someone took a dirty oh, shit, I hate it, dude. Man. I walked out of a bathroom. It's like the thing I hate the most about myself, man. I just wish I couldn't do that. It makes um, me sad, bro. Okay, that doesn't. Okay, I will tell you though. I hate it. I don't, I don't know if we need a moment of silence for that, but <laughs> I don't need a moment I, of silence. I just, I was, man, I fucking can feel it in my. Fucking I went to this bar. nice place the other day for dinner. Not that nice, but it was a regular restaurant, normal. Okay, people. wow. So, totally, <laughs> well, I don't want people to think I'm some totally high flu asshole, places. dude. I've been eating with you. It's only at nice places. <laughs> yeah. So I go and I go to the bathroom, and this is the, you would relate to this. You can see the camera. This is you can't hear it at home, but I go like this. I walk in, and uh, this dude's walking out, and I go oof. Because he shits so bad. Oh, yeah. And he stops and looks at me. He goes, what'd you say? And I go, fucking rough, dude. And he goes, what the fuck? I go, and I pussed out immediately. Because I go, am I getting in a fight about a shit <laughs> that reeks so bad? I have to. I thought I had to say something. So I walked in. And I go, God damn. Like, because some like are the air defender. <laughs> unordinate, inordinately rank, you know? And oh, I, yeah. I get that it's not, a you know, fucking... That cake it's a, factory but when you go in there and it's reeks so bad sometimes it wallops you and you have to mention it like you can't even hide it you go oh yeah and then he was offended because it was him oh uh, so he wanted to fight me <laughs> yeah you, you want to fight me over your poops well you're also defending the air bro like yeah. you have the right to defend i just want air i want to be able to live in here <laughs> so i had to leave like i can't even pee in this poo it's like oh yeah i hate that man i hate be i hate knowing that it's I just wish that I could never. Sometimes I try to hold my breath before I go in and try to just have my breath held the whole time that I'm in there. Oh, when you're in Poop Town? And I think it's a nice restaurant. I go, uh, 
Dude, one time this guy, I went in there one time, there was like a uh, kind of like an urban gentleman working in there, you mm-hmm. know, like kind of like a mint, you know, with the mints and the, yeah. you know, doing the, sometimes they'll do scarves and everything. They got cigarettes, Scarf, mints, good. everything. This guy was- uh, Buy a new suit in there. Yeah, this guy was fresh off the boat, you know, and- um, They clean up in there. Oh, dude. Well, here's the thing, though. This guy was kind of like a big jock kind of dude. So I go into the into the stall, right into this little dookie booth, you know, to rock a number dookie two, right? Booth, yeah. And this guy goes, uh, "Oh, uh, all right, fam, I got you, right?" And I'm like, "What? What does that mean?" Like, I think he was trying to like think like I'm going to tip him or something, yeah. you know. So then another guy comes in. You better well, if you talk to him. I think you have to tip. Him. That's the thing. Once so, you make contact. Yeah, the thing then another guy comes in and tries to get at the door, right? And this guy like lunges at him. Yeah. <laughs> stops him, bro. And he's like, Hey, my man's in there. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even fucking know. The guy. <laughs> I love it. I love my it. My man's in there. He took bro, care of it. They you. get into a fucking fight into a shoving match. Security comes in, the whole deal. And you weren't even pooping, you were pissing, right? I no, I was why well, I, I can't tell. Sometimes I will sit down and piss, sometimes if it's late at night. <laughs> but this was uh I don't know, but it was just so like I'm not with this guy, you know. That's so hot that he if he went to the mat with you and then you go out there and put a quarter in. <laughs> yeah, I, they all they, they, you know how you get me. Here's how you get me to tip. I walk in, they go David Spade. I go, well, you're getting tipped. Yeah, there you go. Because I know you're gonna call TMD and go, this motherfucker took the dirtiest poop and he only gave he me a nickel. He doesn't <laughs> tip the fucking shit jockey. Who's in there? And one time it was bring your kid to work day. Right? No, shut up. That's not possible. <laughs> I swear to God, this is over by UCLA. It was at Mahoney's Bar, some uh, bar they had over there, Maloney's, and the guy's got his son I in there. Can't laugh hard enough. At dressed up like a little seal or something like a little oyster like a you know like a fancy oyster <laughs> or like a, uh you know uh, somebody that's going to like a you know a wedding or dance or something you know like oh, looking nice oh, like a little not like an actual oyster yeah yeah not like an actual is that what oyster. you say when people dress up or like a penguin that's something enough yeah oh. penguin <laughs> you were so far off i get it that penguin makes some sense like a little tux but dude a snow oyster how good would that fucking taste bro what is that that's what I'm saying. Once they find those, dude. <laughs> you know how expensive those... Watch in a year. Those are going to be something that's going to be on a menu somewhere. Snow oysters. Shit, I'll put all my money into snow oysters. Um, would you change anything else on The Bachelorette or no? Bachelor? Are you trying to go back to her? She got a lot of screen time for that question. We haven't even answered all of Adam Egitz. We don't have paper clips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bachelor, I love. I, uh, um, it's, it's down right now. Viewership is? When does this come on? Today is... September 21, 2006. Today's September 12th, so, 14th. <laughs> yeah. 2006. Yeah. So it'll be on 12th, 2006. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt this little chit chatter with, uh, with, uh, with Mr. Joe Dirt himself. But this, can you believe that's really Joe Dirt? That's so wild, dude. I can't believe that happened to him. Um, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I remember I was having a tough day one day and I was driving and I didn't want to be driving. I didn't want to be thinking or feeling and I pulled over and I got some dang help. And how did I do it? I did it through better help. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. Better help. You can get, uh, you can do it through text. You can do it through call. You can do it through FaceTime, Skype. It's committed to fil- facilitating great therapeutic matches and it'll set you up with a counselor that's right for you better help 
wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. And join the over 5,000 people taking charge of their mental health. That's right. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Theo. 10% off your first month. If your brain is not feeling good, then this could be a way you, that, that you could get some help. It's secure. You don't have to walk into an office. Um, and it is a unique method to, uh, to get some mental help uh, that I have used myself. It's betterhelp.com slash Theo for 10% off your first month. Today's episode, look, everybody needs to learn something. Learn how to do something. Learn how to hunt a pig. Learn how to, you know, paint. Learn how to ride a camel or something. Or learn how to, you know, uh, do um, vaginal rejuvenation. Those aren't things you can learn at Skillshare, but those are skills. Skillshare is different. It's an actual online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover so many ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. Take classes in social media marketing, photography, creative writing, even illustration. Learn to draw something. You love somebody in your family? Draw them. Give them a portrait. Give them a something. Do some art. Love your friends. You want to learn graphic design? Try Graphic Design Basics, Core Principles for Visual Design one of their most popular courses. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right, Skillshare is offering TPW listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Theo Vaughn. And now back to the episode. Uh, we don't have a show today on my show. We have, we had, it's Friday. we had the Sklars last night. Yeah. So they, I don't think we talked enough about Norm and Jay because it was, it made me nervous. The show is fucking felt hard. nervous. The show is hard because everyone's got a different energy and vibe and I don't sometimes know it. One time I had a, a female comic and, you know, I'm like going over to the side and then out of here, she, I go, what do you think? She goes, and I go, oh, is that your hook? Like, I don't know. Like, some could be very dirty. Some are timid. Some are like, she's she stayed in her shell. This guy over here is like super whatever, or he doesn't like, you know. And then, you know, I jezzle neck on last week. He's sort of quiet, very funny, but he's on with other people. And so I want to make sure he gets time to right. get his joke out and not get stepped on. And then you have some fucking guy you don't even know on one show like blabbing too hard and running over everyone's stuff you know i learn every show what i like and i'm like i don't like to pull teeth because there's too many dead spots you know i like people to sort of self-start last night the sklar is perfect leno perfect i show a picture of kylie jenner and he's like you know i read you hear about this yesterday they say Kim and uh, Kanye are going to get divorced. I don't think he's going to leave her behind. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and it was Good. funny, but I, I was sitting there freaking out going, everyone, give him a second on this. Because he's old school and he took his time with it. He goes, right. have you seen this? Pause. These two might get a divorce. And you just think someone's going to jump in on that pause and do their line or comment. And uh, I'm like, just leave him on. And I've got crazy Norm over there. So Norm is always very funny and you just don't know what you're getting. And that's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching that one. It would seem like, yeah, you're just, it's, he's such like a, like you literally have no clue what's about to climb out of his mouth. And I don't 
Listen, he can offend me. It's sort of the funny part about it that he goes after me a little bit. I don't want him to offend the other guests, or I don't want... If they don't know right, what they're getting the either. And Jay's, you know, he was very nice to Jay. He said nice things. Uh, but it's hard. And then I had to do the bit with NASCAR. Yeah, Kurt Busch. And it's hard to do bits in front of comedians because NASCAR came all the way there to be a part of it. They like the show. Uh, we're getting more and more people that call that want to be on the show, and that's nice. That means the show's doing all right. And I'm a NASCAR guy. I'm a little bit of a dirtball. So I had met this guy, Kurt, and... He was game, but every joke we had, they killed right before the show. Oh. So NASCAR, you know, they have their brand and this and that, and I didn't know it. So then I was like, fucking going, toot, because now I go, what am I saying? Because I think one, we had the car up close. I go, oh, yeah. is this a Make-A-Wish car? Why is it so close? And he goes, yeah, it says it has cancer, but I think it's lying. You know? <laughs> and then that's gone. So when I get to the show, to, about to tape it, I go, oh, that's gone? What's there? We put something else they approved. I'm like, I don't even really know what bit I'm doing now. And that never happens. And then uh, we said, oh, Johnny, the PA. Yeah, I have, a, I have I a question for Gert. It's John Farley, you know. And he goes, I go, all right, one question. He goes, do you have any Adderall? And I go, you're not asking him that. And he goes, it's not even for me. <laughs> I go, he's not, no. And then Kurt goes, talk to me after the show. And I go, oh. So they killed all that. These aren't the best jokes in the world. It's just, don't take away jokes. You know what I mean? Well, you, right. Yeah, it seemed like, why not shoot more and then cut it down? They just, we should have sent them ahead and then they can talk. And, you know, there's always going to be a barter with someone. It was a lot packed in one episode. But most people, like, we had Rascal Flats on last night and a, <clears throat> a band, Mumford and Sons. And they're very game. They come on, they go, I know what space about. I'm not there to make them look bad. You're not going to get people if you do that. So if they want to roll with some jokes, yeah, I make fun of myself half the time. So, do you like? Are you enjoying doing the show? Are you finding that you're enjoying it more than you thought you would? Are you having any? Yeah, it seems I, like you're. When I, I watch like, now, it seems like it's definitely coming. It's hard. It's very hard, but and I have cards and cards like roll to this pre-tape and do this, and we have someone talking a voiceover and make sure they get to say this if they want to say something. But to wrangle it all, it's it gets easier every show. It's but it is hard. It is a job where you wake up 7 a.m. and I have to think all day. Movies are really hard, but it's more just legwork, being on a set every day, laying around all day, memorizing lines. It's memorizing and staying awake, and then the movies are fun, but they beat the shit out of you. This one, at least I go home and I can have dinner. Right. I can't, and movies, I'm on the set all day. What happened at the mall with the Star Search? You got it or you didn't get it? No, I got, I got uh, shine on that. And then when I started to do okay, so you didn't get it. Didn't get it. Hmm. Finally got to LA. Couldn't get on. How the they improv. let you know in the mail? They didn't say jack shit. Oh, I asked Ted Sarandos once from Netflix. You know this guy is one of the big mm -hmm. bosses there. He's from Arizona. Very cool, cool guy. guy. For that job, he's always so cool and collected. I can't believe it. Uh, one time, somebody, uh, this big name guy. I've, I was like, oh, shit, that guy pitched you a show. And uh, he goes, yeah, and he's a friend of his. And he goes, but it didn't work out. We passed. And I go, what'd you tell him? And he goes, nothing. And I think he said, you know, if you go to the store to buy a suit and you don't want it, you don't go back and tell them you don't want it. Right. They figured it out. Damn. I go, whoa. And I think he said that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I thought it was cool. 
I go, fuck, man. Because, you know, they're the new sheriff in town. Yeah. So I, people I, wondering. I, I got a question right here from Paul. stuff guy. to them, and it, sometimes you just don't know. Uh, oh, wait, let me hear this. I think, if I, I think if I turn it up loud enough, you won't have to hold it up to your ear. I'll do it. All right. I'll do it. Uh. Yeah. What's up, Tio? What's up, David? My question is, what was your worst date that you ever had? And what is the best way to get out of the bad date without being a jerk? <laughs> gang, gang. Ah. Gang, gang, brother. He gave you a little gang, gang at the end. And he's from Poland. He didn't oh, wow. mention Polish power, huh? He didn't call Christian. in from Poland. No, he lives here. No, he lives in Poland. He oh, sent shit. that in. Yeah. And he hears this? Yeah. This dumb fucking show. Donkey. <laughs> thank you, brother. I don't know how to say thank you in Poland, but thank you very much. Oh, two things. Okay. One was bad dates, which God, there's so many. You've been on I bet you've been on some uh, some fucking reekers, bro. Oh yeah. I'm the bad part of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. but still, dude. Sometimes you have to take yourself out of the equation. Have you ever has it just been so bad where you'll tell a girl straight up? This is bad. I'm gonna I oh I you know, listen, if it's bad on I can tell they don't like me or it's not clicking. You know, at this point in your life you realize everyone's trying, everyone's means well. You just I would try to start with lunch or something, then you can just tap out after and be polite, never be rude. And then everyone just goes their separate ways. It just doesn't, you know, it's too mean. I've had it done to me so many times. If some girl would actually like me more, uh, which is weird because when you're in a position of getting like you know, you get DMs and shit from girls. And to tell someone you don't like them or don't want to go out with them is very weird. Yeah. It's a very weird position. I was never in it. So I was out. Because okay. girls, were, it was always the other way. Girls would tell you, just to give you the vibe, or they wouldn't yeah. call, like the Sarandos thing. One girl about 10 years ago said, uh, we're at the Rainbow Room, just cool little joint. And she goes, uh, she said she was an actress, right? So about halfway through, what's that noise? Is that you? Mm-mm. It's me. That elevator's me. Oh, what do you have in half of a part of a Twix? Yeah. Oh, nice. A <laughs> Twix. People like when you chew and talk. My mom used to eat paydays because they were like kind of like the healthy candy bar. Because <laughs> of peanuts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. And she wouldn't let us watch her eat them. She would eat them by herself in her room. That's weirder. Um, <laughs> I used to put paydays in the toilet and then say I was sick and I couldn't go to school. Oh, yeah. So uh, they'd break apart. So uh, oh, I, I go to this, I go to the rainbow room. And this girl's like, yeah. And then her phone's like, mm, mm, mm. And she goes, yeah, shit, it's work. I go, oh. She goes, I have to go to the valley. There's a fallout in an anal scene. No way. I go, oh, you're a adult porn actress. She goes, yeah. I go, yeah. She goes, I should probably go. Got to pick that up, you know. Jesus. I go, hey, work's work, you know. And yeah. she's like, but I'll probably be done by midnight if you. I go, you know what? Let's put a pin in that. We'll uh, pick this up later. Why don't you just do tonight? <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's twice I've been ra- I run into porn people. Yeah, I ran into a hooker once. I didn't know it was a hooker, and I ran into two girls that were, did porn. I didn't know, but porn's way common. I mean, out here, porn's pretty common. A lot of girls out here is more. You get to see a lot of women that are more the uh, sugar daddy style. It's like date, you know. It's yes, I'll go on a date line. with you for a couple hundred bucks. I'll go on a date with you and see what happens. Kind a bit of. of a hybrid hooker. My, yeah. my friend does What's Your Price? You know what that is? Mm-mm. The great sales pitches. He goes, what's your price? You ever seen a girl that's so pretty at the coffee shop, you wish you'd go on one date with her, you could win her over? Mm-hmm. Well, you can. So he goes on a site and all these pretty girls, and you go, hey, how much does it cost to take you to dinner? <clears throat> and they're like 300 bucks. 
He does this all the time. And just gives. I've seen the girls. They meet him for dinner, three hundred bucks, and then they leave. He pays them, <laughs> and they go, nah, no love connection. It's like a business. Right. Or they say for another five hundred, I'll give you a hand job in the car. You know, sometimes he takes them home, but. Hmm. Yeah, I have, I have some friends. Mostly, that, it's just like girls want to make some money. They go, I'll go to dinner with you and sit with you. Yeah. And some guys want to just puff up and go to fucking catch and be like, hey, look who I got. Take a hottie out there. Yeah. A little arm candy, old school. Yeah. Dude, you took me to catch, man, one time. Yeah, do we catch is fun. <laughs> yeah. I take care of you, man. I did we feel like fun. arm candy. Yeah, we did have fun, man. You were my arm candy, right? That place, uh. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching you when we were leaving, walking out, and every you would see like, like I had like a couple people that were like, "Oh, hey, that's Theo Vaughn," you know, mm-hmm. like a couple of like comedy fans. But you, it's definitely a different thing. It feels like a little bit. It almost feels spooky. I feel like being at your level of popularity. You know, oh, that's nice. I mean, I think by this point, you'll learn that you you can get a big head about it. But there's always so many people doing better than you. And right. You've had so many times that you did things didn't work that you wanted that. I think right now, most people know me, without even sounding cocky, just after all this time, they've seen you in something, but they don't uh, always like you. So mm. people get pictures of it, and they rise you and say, look at this fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, that's the difference about popularity from like podcasts and stuff, is people are a little bit more engaged with who you are as a person, I feel like. Yeah. You know, and so it's like. Well, you- you're very real. You've got a different thing, which is, I think you're interesting, because you have a, your comedy's like that, you it, you'd think there'd be more like this. There's not. Just like, guy, just, here's me. And you have an interesting life. Some people could do this and it wouldn't be fun to hear. You have a good spin on it. You're funny down deep. And then you uh, have an interesting past and present. Fuck. So it works. It's good. Damn it's it, true. Dude. I think that's their, Thanks, your whole David. thing, why it works. And I, I, one guy tried to trip me up in an interview. And then I probably have to book it to okay. fucking Brea. Um, one guy said, when do you think you were the most famous? Such a weird question. Mm. And what he meant, the, the real answer was now because of cumulative from everything I've done. And <clears throat> there's more people that now would know me now, of course. Shows are in reruns. This, you know, right. Rules of Engagement, Just Shoot Me, SNL, and then all the movies on TBS every day at 3 p.m. Oh, yeah. Something's on with me. So I love there's that. But he meant, I think I did the... In the old days, cover Rolling Stone, cover of Entertainment Weekly, cover TV Guide. That's what he was getting at. But that was a while ago. So it was more... So it was a loaded question that you weren't still as famous? I guess. I mean, you could ask anyone that. And there's times when you could point to where, you know, it's really like up and down in your career. You know, I mean, you don't have something come out for two years, then you do. Then it doesn't really work. And then two years later, something big. So it's never going to be like straight level line. Some years are better than others, but overall, it did make it did make me think. I'm like, wow, that is a weird question. I don't know, but as long as you, I think the hard thing is still doing shit and making a living year after year is hard. So if you can do that, it's already praise. Anyone other, some of my friends are still just road comics, but they're doing it. Yeah, it's hard, and they bring in a crowd and they get their bills paid. And like, fuck, it's hard, man. Do it. Good job. Um, one last question. We have the new SNL cast member. We just wanted to, you want to ask that, Nick? Yeah. Uh, well, just more of a uh, topic for you guys to chew on. Uh, SNL yesterday announced three new SNL cast members. Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard Cl- about this. Chloe Finneman, uh, Bowen Yang, who's the first uh, 
East Asian descent. At first, people were saying first Asian, but uh, Rob Schneider is Filipino, um, so people Fuck got yeah. upset about a little that. specific. Sneaky <laughs> Rob, I love him sneaking in with that f- with the Filipino. I'm West USA. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're really breaking it down. Uh, and Shane Gillis and. Hours after he was announced, a Twitter mob quickly dug into him. They tried to ruin his life, and a resurface video from his podcast came up where he used the word chink. He was like kind of playing like a character. They were talking about how. Did he say that? I looked at that little clip. I thought they were saying like, yeah, Japanese people feel like they're number one, and Koreans feel not as good as. Is that what is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it 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 is. I I have the clip right here. Whatever. But it's definitely. I don't know. It's going to be tough for him because that playing against, they just hired an Asian guy. They did? That was the first Asian they hired, yeah. So right. it's one of the three guys they hired. So yeah. one's getting all this praise. Bowen Yang, oh, I see what you're saying. And then the other guy, they dig up something where he says something seemingly against that. Like, I don't even know if he'll survive. It's You know what I mean? I don't know. He put out an apology. He said, I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're going to find a lot of bad misses. I am happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I'm trying to be the best comedian I can be, and sometimes that requires risks. Yeah. And how do we expect people to evolve if they don't have a past, if they don't have any timeline? You know, it's like, I feel like the online mob has just become... It's just a mob. That's what it is. It has no understanding. It has no care or concern for. Well, it's very, it's, it's hard to just remove people from their job and life. And some people get angry about different things and just want someone's life done. And they don't see the after effects like that is. People go kill themselves. If you take everything away from oh, someone. Yeah. Now, I don't even know about this case in particular. I don't know enough about it, but in general, as a comedian, you know, you used to try to be edgy. And that was the whole thing five years ago. That's what you want to do bits no one else is doing. You don't want to steal material. You're like, what's your take on this? Your take on this? And, ooh, you pushed it. Oh, that bit's fucking crazy you did. And now if someone could go look those up and say, you went too far defending me and now you're out. Yeah. And that's a tough, weird time to be a comedian. It's hard. It's just hard. Every day on my show I go, I hope I didn't say something. I'm just trying to get a fucking laugh in that one second moment. Right. Believe me, I don't believe in everything I say. I just say it to get a laugh. You want to shock people. You want to say crazy stuff. The monologue, a lot of the stuff, I'm like, oh, this is great. You know? Yeah, I mean, some people that like comedy like it. And then everyone in the writer's room is like, do it, do it. But I have to think about myself and go, I don't want something to happen over. But how do you get a new show off the ground? How do you be different? You don't want reviews to go. It's the same fucking shit. Because there's probably seven jokes we're still allowed to use that everyone's like, I'm okay with that one. Right. You can do it. Yeah, it's like reviewers. What if and nowadays it's almost like it's just if reviewers don't like you or what you represent you. just by being a human, living human. Yeah, they hate you anyway. So it's like almost it's hard to get ahead and yeah. Make reviewers a name. can eat a bag of ass, bro. I think They're or an tough. ass bag or whatever. Now they call it's it. just thirty, you know, million reviewers on Twitter and Instagram every day. You, you hear about like my last show I did. On old sitcoms, there weren't people on Twitter and Instagram. So now everyone's like, here's what I think. I'm like, okay. So I listen to it. I mean, some I hear and some hurt my feelings. Yeah. But I think that the noise has been so loud. It's just so, it's happened so much now that it's just almost become a deaf. It's hard, yeah. I mean, there's comics like Chappelle Special or Bill Burr. Burr's press there's all There's some people, they, uh, they get away with it and that's great. 
Because I think people can again. Comedy. Yeah. You just have to be, I think you have to be smart. It's hard. I hope it just sort of blows over because I don't want to see the end of people doing comedy. I know. Yeah. What will happen, man? I want to go to the mall and audition. Fucking star search. Uh, by the way, to wrap up that story, about a couple years later, I got the Young Comedian special and I think the next day they said, oh, you got star search too. And I had to turn down star search. And I was wow. like, oh, fuck. I was waiting all this time for that. They said, you can't do both. I go, ah. So missed it. You had to let it go. And it. that was something you thought it was going to be your break. Yep. Do people ever think you're Brad Pitt? Have anybody ever come up to you and thought you were Brad Pitt? A kid did the other day. Yeah. He literally is like about 80. He goes, were you in World War Z? I go, no, but I want to kiss you for that. Oh, damn, dude. <laughs> I didn't yeah. He took off your glasses and he realized what a bad character <laughs> he was. I go, I go, I go. Oh, you're eight. Oh, forget. He's like, oh, are you Kevin uh, Hart? Uh, uh, yeah, but I, the worst is if Brad Pitt ever gets it. He must be like, no, I'm not that fucking. <laughs> Brad Pitt's one of the few guys I've run into out there that's a big star, and he's a fucking cool dude. Yeah? Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Cool cat. I, I mean, I don't see him a lot, but. Yeah. For that fame to be cool, shocking. Yeah, how would you yeah. even do it? David Spade, thanks so much for coming in, man. All right, thanks. I guess we just wrap it up and say uh, thanks for having me, and you got a good uh, fan base out there. I'm glad to. Talk to him. Yeah, no, man. I appreciate you coming in. I hope you uh, crush it tonight at Brea. Where else are you going to be in the next couple of... Oh, I got a Mirage October 4th and 5th that weekend at Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do that. I'm doing a couple weekends before the oh, end of I the year. Oh, I love that room. Yeah, and have fun. You did it. Yeah. Isn't that great? Dude, that room is the best. That place is fun, yeah. Me and Ray Romano, it's great. So. Oh, Wow. We've done it. We did it last year. It's super fun. So. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. I think you told me about that. So you guys are both going to be on stage just half and half, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I got Houston Improv coming up, and uh, I haven't booked that many gigs just because the show's so fucking overwhelming. Yeah. But I'll be out there shaking my crummy act. I love it. Right, Staying thanks, busy. Bro. Thanks, brother. All right. See you guys. See ya. Now I'm just floating on the breeze, and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can but it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Do you know what I mean? 
Hi, <laughs> I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks just butt dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.